Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. and Brady Lyman are with you tonight. What? I, hello. Oh, okay. I was, I was going to say, I saw your mouth move and nothing came out. Like a Pink Floyd song. <laughs> Something like that. Episode 77 of the Play By Your Podcast. You are getting two-thirds of the talent in our show. Uh, Todd is uh, a bit, uh, I don't want to say under the weather. He's having some... Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. He's he's having he's some in a lot of pain, yeah, pain, back issues, hip he issues, can't whatever. Sit. He can't lay. He can't stand. The man is in agony. Yes, uh, too much toting that barge and lifting that bale or that band equipment, probably swinging that bass. That's right. So, uh, uh, good good thoughts and uh, prayers to him as he uh, tries to get over that. So. Uh, he is here in spirit, so Brady and I will forge ahead with your help, of course. Seven people in the room, so if you're in the room, let us know you're here, let us know who what you are, or let us know what just, you're about. Sometimes people just lurk in the shadows, but either way, um, we appreciate you being here. Uh, once again, this is episode 77 of our podcast, Brady. Visit our website, www www.playbyyearpodcast.com and you can find out things about our show and uh, we will talk about our website at a few other times during the course of our show. Yo! Gary Troutman raps. Remember that, Brady? Did you ever watch that? Yo! MTV raps? That's it. And I never did. Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, but not that one. (laughs) Yeah, not that. The other one. The other Dr. Dre. All right. Um, Like I said, visit our website. We'll talk about that as we go throughout the show. So uh, as you know, generally, when you visit our show here, uh, each of the three of us have a topic, and we bring that to the table. We have not discussed said topics prior to our show here. Uh, However, since there are only two of us, we kind of have a topic that each of us are bringing to the table, and then we are kind of sharing a topic. So we did... We didn't discuss it in depth, but we did decide, hey, we just we'll just share this third one here. So um can, can I toss in something here? Because there's two of us and we got a couple seconds to fill. Um, one of those random brain things that just literally happened and I got this snickering because um you said generally that's how it goes. And then I got to thinking of majorly. Isn't it ironic? The generally is not as concerning as majorly, but the general is ranked higher than the major. <laughs> and that that little blurb right there just gave you all the insight you need about what into, this show's about into the musings of this show here. Things that make um, you go ham. 
but that is a uh, that is an interesting uh, take on that particular subject. All right. So uh, with that, Brady, uh, we are kind of in order on the screen as we'll go. Brady will do his topic first. I will do my topic second, and then we will tag team the third topic. So, Brady. Tag, tag. Take okay, it away. I'm tagged in the ring first. So um, this is kind of a topic that we had visited a long time ago about. Now, the previous topic that Todd had brought was things we accept kind of just we accept it as reality and don't question it in movies. And an example would be like why somebody always gets thrown through glass. And, you know, um, after some um, heavy petting where everybody stays perfectly <laughs> camped and they don't look um, out of place and we just accept it, you know, it's like, and um, so I'm going to kind of take that up a notch. Hello, Miss Wilson. And uh, what, I am going to explore is things that we accept is kind of reality and we don't question it in classic TV sitcoms, TV shows. Um, it just things that we just check out and accept. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So I will start with in a relatively innocuous one, but, um, and I got to give props to my mom because this always, she's the one who planted this thought. And after she said it, I can't not think it all the time. So she was watching one of her soap operas or primetime dramas. I think it was a soap opera. And she said, isn't it amazing in this small, you know, wealthy little enclave or town or suburb that everybody in the entire cast always ends up at the same restaurant at the same time on a night? Like everybody in the friend and foe circle just magically appear at that same restaurant on the same night and they look shocked to see each other so do you have a specific example the one that comes to mind um and it once again was one of our stories one of um the soap operas <laughs> that um the stories that um That's what our you know mothers called it exactly where you know, it was a small, tiny town. These people hated each other, you know, intense rivalry. But yet everybody ended up at Rosa's on the same exact night. And a fracas starts. Um, it also, I noticed it happening on Dallas. Yes. Quite a bit. It just always seems like there was a throwdown of the whatever eatery they happen to be at. Like and, there's and, one place in the universe that night. Well, and... You know, I can almost understand the soap opera because a lot of times those soap operas are set in small towns. So maybe there is only one eatery in the town. Man, Dallas, that's the only... Dallas, however, is a big city. It is. Uh, and if it's a small town, now I'm just speaking from my Sardinia worldview. You know, when it was Roos Country Kitchen or the truck stop, the bondage discipline, that... You know, when the the one eatery that's open, I never showed up in tux and my best evening wear, pearls and pumps and such. So don't, don't forget the shout out to the J and R. The J and R, that's right. Um, but yeah, it's always kind of like um, you know, they, they just always end up there dressed to the nines. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. So I've got one, and, and this yeah. is just in general 
uh, when Major it comes league. to yeah, major, yeah, right. Um, now this is mostly sitcoms, so we can have a problem, go through the fallout of said problem, and solve said problem in twenty-two minutes. Twenty-two minutes. Yes, because you know it's half-hour sitcom, but with the eight minutes of commercials. 22 minutes of showtime and we have had the problem seen the fallout of the problem and solved the problem so i for one was was very happy to see shows where first of all the problems didn't get solved you know they just kind of went on right you know, you your shows went on and then they kind of tied together you know you had people that had conflict um, even in the uh, some of the sitcoms, the, a the misunderstanding. Problems. Married with children, I I believe that's why Married with Children was so popular from the get go because Al Bundy was not living his best life, <laughs> <laughs> and he he reveled in the fact he was not living his best. His best life was when he scored six touchdowns for Polk High School and you know, as a running back, but. Uh, you know, here he is married to Peg and his kids don't like him. And, you know, and that's Al just kind of muddles along in life. People and like embraces that. it. Yes, embraces it. Tries to make the best of it. But people like that. You know, it's not everyone getting yeah. their problems solved and everyone happy and all oh, such cute kids. Let me give you a little kiss on the forehead. You know, it's... And in the freeze frame at the end. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, I always wanted to do one of those. So, okay, go ahead, Eric. So, so you had married with children. You had uh, some of the other, maybe more dramatic shows that were sort of the same way. Their problems didn't get solved; they were, they were ongoing. And people, and I, one of my favorite shows, which it wasn't at the time, but I came to appreciate it later, Saint Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere was well regarded, even though it wasn't highly watched, but. It was well regarded because people on the show, for example, died. Main characters died. It was very realistic as far as, you know, not everyone is saved from the problems and people sometimes succumb to their problems. Yeah, because, um, you know, even the, um, for Pete's sake, even in Dallas, after a horrific tragedy, Bobby woke up, he or. Pam woke up and Bobby wasn't dead. It was all a dream, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, you make reference to seeing elsewhere a lot. You know, I've got to confess, I've never seen one in a single episode. I'm going to have to visit that. Well, get on Hulu. It's there. Oh, very good. All right. Here I mean, is had a, a character named Dr. Fiscus. So, I mean, I have to like Hey, hey. Howie Mandel. Okay. Um, now, here is one. Uh, I, I'm going to pull one of my favorite syndicated sitcoms of my youth, The Brady Bunch. Now, here is a show where we have to accept some things. And I know I'm not breaking any pop culture ground, but seriously, the question has to be asked. Did they realize their yard was AstroTurf or was it supposed to be that way? <clears throat> Legit question. We accept this, but did they have AstroTurf because it was some newfangled architect thing that Groovy Greg was doing? 
or 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 do we have to just you know they on the set they didn't want to take the time of actually having to mow in mow a suburban lawn so they just astroturf it for you know yard continuity sake in multiple episodes but it seems like a very late 60s early 70s thing to do yeah yeah if you can astroturf i mean astroturf we know where the astroturf thing came from i mean it was put into the astrodome and because grass wouldn't grow in there and that's that's the reason why it was called that but so it was right about that time frame and Maybe it was cool people. and cutting edge. Exactly. So it's it's like people built these space age looking houses back then, and yeah. they're supposed to look futuristic. And I guess maybe astroturf lawn would be futuristic. Yeah, I personally like the idea. No mowing. Uh, absolutely. Hey, Savannah. Um, Hall of Famer so, Savannah Brown. Uh, let me put this comment up. Uh, Miss Wilson went in a fight against a bunch of tough guys. It's nice that they take turns to attack. Even ninjas must be a fight code. That is true. That is true. We just accept that, you know. It's always one they wipe the blood off their mouth. <laughs> and then, you know, nobody just like, no, I'm going to swarm this guy and break his clavicle and drag him off or off him. We've got to, like, fight one at a time. Or I'm going to take this big roundhouse punch from back here. <laughs> <laughs> yes like, exactly. like i can't get out of the way of that that's more than a roundhouse that's you know but that's oh gosh you know isn't that well just that like we thought that everybody fought by throwing these roundhouses and that's the first thing that's blocked somebody comes out with a roundhouse you feed them their entrails i mean i don't you know, know you could give little rabbit punches three three times of the face before that roundhouse the kidney punch <laughs> yeah right but um so um we've got some fighting things out of the way we've got some restaurant things out of the way let's visit speaking of fighting and entrails uh gi joe now keep in mind we all know the answer to this the really? gi joe cartoons or the super friends it's the same thing we're talking about butt kicking people yes. who kick butt for a living or because they're you know but yet punches never really land gi joe machine gun shots never get anybody it just blows up the plane and everybody safely parachutes you know and then cobra commander shakes his fist and says i'll get you next time did they ever think they just blew the plane out of the sky they shot him down and there's the man causing all this worldwide terror why didn't they just aim that artillery shell right at his head as he's in the, you know, falling in the parachute and just off him? Well, I mean, there's that. And I mean, let's go, let's go forward to like shows like the Dukes of Hazard or um, the A team, you know, these cars. Yee! Yeah. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. The... <laughs> I mean, these cars wreck. I mean, they're obviously piles of rubble yes uh, but the guys always climb out of the windows there's that and the car could be coming down at a perpendicular angle but yet the frame is untouched and you see and it all you like see this. yes and all you see is and if you're watching along or watching on the video here we go it's always 
<laughs> Barely a ripple. Yeah. They make a little face and yeah. But Roscoe always wrecks. Why is that? Okay, one person died on the A team in the whole series. One. And it was uh General Bull Fulbright died when they were trying to find his daughter in Vietnam. Mm. Little known fact there, if you're not an A-team aficionado. But um, again, all these all these cartoonish, you know, wrecks and vehicles and explosions and people always walk out unscathed. And, you know, like in G.I. Joe, the, um, the shootouts were always happening over a major city because that's when Cobra was wanting to strike terror. And you never hear of the, the the plane that got shot out of the sky. Where does it land? <laughs> I don't know. People so, shoot bullets in the air. Where do they land? They have to yep. land somewhere. But um, I always like I always wondered why um, GI Joe's like, no, wait a minute, this is real. Why are they using lasers? And it was like one of those duh moments. Well, because you can't see the bullets on TV. So you had to be able to track the lasers, watch the characters avoid them. I'm like, oh, I got you now. There you go. So, all right. Do you have another one to add, Eric, or want me to continue on? Well, um, let me think about this. Uh, there was something that flew right out of my ear. You go ahead, and I'll, I'll think of it. Okay. Oh, we got a comment here from Miss Wilson. Yes. Uh, why would anyone want to be Jessica Fletcher's friend in Murder, She Wrote, whenever, when, wherever she went, someone was murdered? I'm staying away from her. That is true. In that little town in Maine, which has Cabot's Cove. Yeah, yeah, has a population of about 800 people. About as big as Sardinia. And they have a murder every week. Like, come and, on. And you would think that the higher authorities... They, you know they would have had to drag her in for questioning why this um this author every place she goes there seems to be a death and you know they never once look at her but you know why didn't the higher authorities after all this carnage and homicide in this little tiny town kick her to the curb and bring in federal enforcement it's like a full blood because obviously Cabot's Cove is a crime capital like on par with like Medellin <laughs> you know <laughs> and um, so I, why didn't they bring in help? I mean, these people were, you know, little main small towners. A couple tanks and humvees would have shored things right up. Okay, Brady, what about one of your favorites? What about what? Miami? What about Miami Vice? What about it? Well, I mean, what things do I accept? Yes, what things do you accept because of your love at Miami Vice, which, which may not be realistic? Yes, well, I mean, the first thing you have to accept that there's not five-pound bags of cocaine on in every closet, in every drawer, in every household. Like, well, but well, but maybe there is in the world that they run in. <laughs> As for me and I my mean, house, there is not. <laughs> but they're vice cops, aren't they? Well, around then, that stuff. Well, I mean, yes, they were, but the amount of like. It would show these parties, and it was always just like somebody dumped a big old thing of powdered sugar in there, carried it around on a platter. And I'm not exaggerating, by the way. That's exactly what was happening in the TV show. 
that the copious amount of just, you know, when I was a kid, I thought, you know, when I went to college or when I got to adulthood and got a real job, there was going to be five kilos in every lounge by the copy machine. <laughs> and it, it's just like, you know, I know I lived a sheltered life here in Southern Ohio, but I would really like to know, was there really that much of it out there? Well, but anyway, and another thing we have to accept the worse the villain, the worse the hair. The worst villain, what? You... The, the, the worse the villain is, or more twisted and evil they are, the um, worse the dated hairstyle. Does that make sense? Example. Great example. So the guy that was the uh, French drug dealer, son of a drug dealer. I mean, we are talking about this perfectly overly 80s coif mullet that, that's just like over the top. Think of like Fabio. <laughs> kind of like that, but a little bit shorter. Or the bad hair, like Michael Chiklis of The Shield. He was a... a um. How I should should I say this? Not so masculine appearing villain, but he had a skullet going on. Like his hairline had already receded, but yet he had the mullet like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and in and then in a very bad, overly short ponytail. It was so overly top. Even back then, that would not have held water. That would not have been acceptable. So, in it seems like in older TV shows that the villains are cartoonish and characters where everything's just overblown. So uh, Chickless made the correct decision when uh, going with the character of Vic Mackey and being bald. I don't know. He'd have a pretty scary skullet bust into a door, getting down a blackjack on somebody's kneecap. <laughs> uh, Gary, it sounds like a... Uh... <clears throat> It was a promise from a politician, a chicken in every pot and pot in every home. Exactly. I, I think that could probably win an election in 2021. I think it could. Um, but, you know, and just to end on a, on a humorous note, um, just I joked about how I won a T-shirt from this place. But on Three's Company, one of the things that we had to accept as total reality on Three's Company Every night, 24, 365 days a year, every night that at the Regal Beagle, there'd be 20 unaccompanied ladies just waiting to be, um, to be flirted with and to By entertain. Yes. So Any was, night. So on that same note, although this is, where was it? Venice, California. Is that where this was set? San Diego. Uh, San Diego. Uh, I may have to call foul on that. <laughs> foul. Foul. <laughs> All, <Okay>. right. <laughs> All right. On that same note, how is it possible that some of these TV characters, and I, yeah, Larry is one on my mind here, <laughs> they have a date with a different woman every night, every single night. I think I accepted that as a youth because I just thought that's the way the seventies was supposed to be. 
you know, um, uh, yeah, a lot of Three's Company's humor doesn't exactly age well, although it's still hilarious. I'm just saying it doesn't age well, you know what I mean? And, um, but like, yeah, every, they always had a, 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 a hot date and they would always meet at the Regal Beagle and there would always be 30 unaccompanied single, just happened to be their girls at any time for Larry and Jack to try to wrangle. All right, here we go. You ready? Yes. Wiki, Wikipedia. Here we go. Three's Company is an American sitcom television series that aired for eight seasons on ABC from March 15, 1977 to September 18, 1984. It is based on the British sitcom Man About the House. The story revolves around three single roommates, Janet Wood, Chrissy Snow, and Jack Tripper, who all platonically live together in a Santa Monica, California apartment complex. Ooh. I thought it was San Diego. Because they're at the San Diego Zoo in the opening credits. Are you sure it's the San Diego Zoo? I will look into that when you're introducing your next topic and well, performing your soliloquy. Well, okay. So even if it is the San Diego Zoo, you understand that San Diego and Los Angeles are not very far apart. That is true. That is true. couple hours, like driving from here to Columbus. Yeah. True, Dad. Okay, so anything else on that topic? We did have. I think we've exhausted it. Is our uh, audience out there with anything? Okay, uh, Miss Wilson, you've been in poor school districts that can barely provide copy paper, so that there wasn't valuable drugs available. Isn't all that surprising? (laughs) Okay, okay. Now you brought up school, and I don't know if I brought this up on this particular show before. I have talked about this pet peeve of mine to my uh, co-hosts I know on several different occasions alright so the movie Brady you know what I'm going to say Dangerous Minds <sighs> those teachers make a difference movies <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, there, so there's that first of all second of all this woman only teaches one class a day. She spends all of her time outside that one class a day preparing for the class or trying to recover from the class. She has no other classes in her schedule all day long. She only talks about that class to her coworkers. That's all she has. And what it did now see, there is the TV show that needs to be made the awful disorder and horrible teaching methods in the other seven classes she's supposed to be in. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yes, they're, That's... In, they're in there in class. It's like, here's a crossword puzzle. <laughs> and then she okay. works on the one she cares about. That's right. <laughs> Those other kids are getting cheated. Yes. And we're just supposed to accept that. People, No, we're going to make a TV oh, yes. show about it. Instead of dangerous minds, it's going to be way too safe and not running with scissors minds. And it's about the kids that get left behind in the other classes. You know what? I taught high school for 17 years. If I could focus all my time on 50 minutes a day, yeah, I'd make a difference too. <laughs> really? What, what say you, Miss Wilson? You know what we're talking about here. You can chime in on that. I mean, it, it's unrealistic. 
It's unrealistic. And then here's what happens now. People watch that stuff. And that is that becomes their impression of teachers. They get them ideas. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're teaching one new teaching one class a day. They're teaching one. No, that's not realistic. And she, and, there she, go. And, she, and and she turned this group of kids forever in her favor. Never had a problem. Once she got them turned, once she got them in her corner, never had another problem. These are kids that had problems all the way through. Now, I'm not saying that she shouldn't have tried very hard, which she did. That's great. However, Listen to you, Mr. Senegal. <laughs> however, to say that she never, ever again had another issue. Now, these kids were still having issues in their own lives that, for some reason, they didn't bring to school anymore. Not realistic. Am I right? You got never. me off on a got me off on a rant here. Man, not only a rant, that the, your, your feet must be clean because you'd be standing <laughs> on that soapbox. That's right. That's right. Um, and uh, just a footnote of that, like I'm, I'm gonna go back to so what should happen in an alternate ending kind of movie to that movie, if you could follow me. The alternate ending should be the kid that totally turned their lives around and is walking proudly with that diploma in the gown, and one of the kids from the neglected cat class comes out sweeps the leg and just like and, and inflicts bad consequences because of the neglect so she saved one but turned 20 against to the dark side for every one she yeah. saved there was 20 hardened awful vile human beings unleashed i've, I've got a better one this is a better one <laughs> no she gets put on an improvement plan because her other six classes <laughs> didn't achieve the growth that they were supposed to get because she's not teaching them. Limited contract for you. That's right. Oh, sorry, now, guys. That, I was going to say, now but, we're into teacher talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we just offended uh, <laughs> every uh, director from that ilk in their movies. Well, well, good. That was my intention. <laughs> yep. So, you know, it, it's, just, it's just like people like we have a school resource officer and he says, I can't watch police shows. They're not realistic. I've, I've talked to doctors. I can't watch doctor shows. They're not realistic. Well, yeah, I, I can't hardly watch teacher shows. They're not realistic. Am I right? That's correct. I always wanted to do from those old school teacher movies, you know, where they place both hands just really firmly under that desk and they flip it with one big motion and all the papers scatter like a nice evenly placed blizzard while I scowl menacingly at the offender. Not that I've ever given this any thought, but that, but oh, it always God. shows them flipping that desk in one harumph. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Like oh, we probably off. lost our audience there. No, no. I mean, but you got me off on a rant. And it was dangerous minds that did it. And to, <laughs> to bring up school. Hey, okay. when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, <laughs> you just take a look at yourself and the. And here's the thing, you know, young me watching that movie. And I. You know, Tired up. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm guessing what I, I'm trying to remember what year that movie came out. 90s. 
I mean, I mean, early mid nineties. Yeah. Either getting ready to go into the profession or just having been in the profession a very short time. I'm watching that movie say, yeah, yeah, I can go yeah. make a difference. I, I can. Then I thought, and I thought of all those things I just said, and she teaching one class a day. That's no not wonder my she's life. so good. That's not my life. How to, yeah, if I could concentrate 50 minutes a day and only this is on not that. my life. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> How do... <laughs> that's a good movie, Gary. Yes. Yes. Summer school sequel improvement plan. I like that. And and that's that's what would have happened to him too. Even though I really like the movie Summer School. What would have happened to that guy? What would have happened to Mark Harmon's character? <laughs> well, now it is a late '80s, you know, and maybe he skates by on some nights. If that stuff happens skates. today, he he's he's under the jail. He's, he's living with one of his students. Like, come yeah. on. I mean, I was even skeptical of that in the late '80s. I mean, come on now, let's go. That's and, not realistic. And Chainsaw and uh, the other guy, um, oh, Chainsaw and. Um, yeah, I, know, I, know. I can't remember his name. Yeah, you know, if they come to school like that these days, they're, they're under intense counseling and in-school suspension and sequestered <laughs> in a cargo box. In a cargo box. <laughs> I don't you do know that. what I mean. <laughs> uh, Miss Wilson, it would have to be about teachers who had to go to summer school. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. It would be called Accomplish This. Accomplish <laughs> This. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I said, just right off on that tangent. Struck Let's a nerve. Let's get back Brady. on the highway. Let's get back on the highway. Yeah, struck a nerve. All right. Uh, talk about our website, uh, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And uh, you can support our podcast by going to Play it by your podcast.com backslash support. And you can click the membership support tab in the middle of the menu. And I'm trying to get the, uh, should have had this prepared so I can share our uh, website screen as I usually do. Oh, there it is. Here's our membership support tab. You can scroll down and, uh, Click on that buy me a coffee link at the bottom and you can go to our buymeacoffee.com uh, crowdsourcing website and you can check out what it means to be a member of the Play By Your podcast. You could find it by locating the picture of the cat anus above it and just work your way south to the bottom of the... <laughs> right there. Right there it is. And, and just go down until you find our support page. <laughs> And actually, you can say that about any of our pages. Start at the cat anus <laughs> and, and use and move your way down. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that's how you become a member. We appreciate your support financially and otherwise. And uh, there's a list of our uh, Hall of Famers, Savannah Brown, in the house with us. She is one of our Hall of Famers. So uh, let's get back to business here. Business is good. All right. I don't so I'm feeling the need to talk like Dusty Roads tonight. <laughs> Fancy calls, limousines, if you will. If you will. Yeah. All right. So uh, on to my topic. 
you know, usually I'm the one uh, doing the game, moderating the games here, but uh, tonight I do have a topic and, uh, you know, we go through these little things on uh, Facebook, which I don't know, is it called meta yet? I don't even know. That's silly name change, but, uh, and don't get me started on Facebook again, either. <laughs> just that is no, no, I'll, I'll just move on. All right. So you see these things and, uh, you know, you see the, uh, bracket things that will well, actually we'll be doing one of those here in a moment but uh you see those lists of things never have i ever or give yourself one point for each thing you haven't done give yourself one point for each thing you have done so uh in the spirit of audience engagement uh, we certainly invite our audience to uh, chime in on these as well but uh, before i start i do want to put this question up by miss wilson how long do you think Gabe Cotter would last from Welcome Back Cotter? I didn't see a whole lot of academics going on there with the Sweat Hogs. No, I'd. It's a I silly guess. sentence. <laughs> <laughs> sweat Hogs. I was like, think about that. And and that those guys seem to revel in that name. They like they liked being called sweat hogs. I don't know, even in the mid 70s. I mean, is that an endearing term? Nah, <laughs> you're I don't part, think so. <laughs> you're part of the sweat hogs. First of all, I don't think called perspiration sweat. swine. <laughs> that was at the country day school up the road. <laughs> you'd be <laughs> <laughs> no. first of all i don't think hogs sweat that's why they roll around the mud they don't they don't perspire uh second of all I, I don't really think it's an endearing term but how long do i think he would have lasted i think he was probably doing in the mid-70s what they probably did with those sorts of uh classes back in the mid-70s uh, sadly enough uh gabe cotter today probably doesn't last too long i'm guessing but you know, things Mr. have changed. Cater. Mr. Cater. All right. Okay, back uh, to our list here. Or uh, actually, we'll kind of go through several lists here, and we'll we'll talk about different experiences that we have had. And again, we invite our audience to chime in as well. All right, Brady. Yeah. Like I said, we'll just kind of go through these and uh, give yourself you know, keep your own score. Okay. Okay. So you give yourself one point for each thing you have not done. Okay. One have point not. for what I hath not done? Hath not. Okay. Using King James Version language. Hath not. All right. Never have I ever, Brady. Have you ever, and I know the answer to this with you, broken a bone? Do I answer or just write down my point? Well, you can answer. I mean, I think there's a discussion to be had here. Yeah, I've even... only broken, naturally broken one bone. Which so was? My collarbone when I was four years old. Now I've had some foot bones stapled and re-manipulated, but they were broken and remended. But with the being awake kind of broken bone, only one that I'm aware of. Right. Uh, I, as well, have only broken one bone i don't even know if it constitutes a break necessarily kind of a chip i guess that counts right chip yeah chip um playing <laughs> playing basketball and uh 
skying up as I was able to do. I maybe have seen some uh, daylight under my shoes as I jumped, but uh, in the process of jumping up, I was kind of hit from the side and fell down onto my elbow um, on the hard tile floor of the Sardinia Elementary, the former Sardinia Elementary, and uh, yeah, chipped my elbow. So I guess I can't give myself a point for that if that counts. It does. It wasn't supposed to have broken off. It wouldn't be broken. Correct. So, therefore, it broke. All right. Next thing. Never have I ever skipped school. Have you ever skipped school, Brady? Yeah. There is a couple times, like, you know, I could have gone. And, you know, maybe, you know, just didn't feel like going. Um, it, I like school, so don't get me wrong, but you know, everybody uses breaks, but you know, there were, there was a couple times I won't call it now what I, I'll tell you what I didn't do. If you define skipping school as you left the house saying, bye mom, dad, I'm going to be, I'm going to school and then like going to Chicago and. Well, now so, Ferris Bueller didn't do that. He faked sick. He faked ill. Well, they, yeah, they went to yeah. work and then, then he went galley vanting. Yeah. But I mean the the um totally rogue gallivanting, like like I said, you left bye driving off to school and you didn't end up there. Never done that. Nor have I. Well now we didn't do a senior skip day, did we? We were threatened that we would not be allowed to graduate if it happened. And us being the rule followers that we were. We were good youths. We we acquiesced. We, we acquiesced. We stayed in. All right. So now if this extends to college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, skipped skipped a great amount of classes in college. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dennis, welcome. Never would I have attempted welcome. fate by doing such. You mean skipping school? Senior skip day? <laughs> Well, that's true. Like like I said, Brady and I were rule followers as well. We never did that whole skipping school thing, although I know uh, people we knew did do that. Yeah. And I, actually, I believe maybe invited us to do that with them. Yes. But uh, we uh, we did not. We did our good 80s, you know, gesture face like you were turning down a piece of pie, but you were like forcefully, assertively saying, no, the old... All right. Brady, have you ever fired a gun? Yes. Now, th this is a very general fired a gun. I mean, I... Yeah. Yeah, I, I have not fired a Glock or, you know, a forty-four Magnum or anything of that sort. I mean, I've... Like a, like a rifle or something like that. Yes. But, you know, not, uh, not anything that would uh, be used for uh, protecting oneself in a situation where you're confronted by someone. So I guess I can qualify that. I have fired a gun. All right. Have you been skydiving, Brady? I have not. Nor have I. So do you want to? No, I have no desire to do that. Even if your butt doesn't go over your head? No, I have no desire to. I do not like heights. 
Uh, not like I don't. That would like, be problematic. That would be very problematic. Uh, although there are places where you can fake skydive. My oh, yeah. wife, yeah. My wife went fake skydiving at the uh, what do you call it the sky jumps thing or whatever. Uh, you, you're pushing the wrong, and it would be cool. It would simulate the feeling of like the blowing air, but it's not your your stomach in your nether regions twisty turn and going the other direction, and that the falling feeling like when you're going down the hill on a roller coaster kind of falling it right. you know that that that's the part that would make people ill about skydiving more than the actual oh i'm falling a long way it's like you know that <laughs> feeling <Right>. indeed <laughs> all right brady have you ever ridden in a limo yes i have once once when once my dear friend and um, former college roommate kevin his wedding his wedding party nice. at longworth hall in cincinnati and we went from the church to the um reception in a limo nice i i have not so it's two points for me ah, can, can i throw this out like one of the funniest moments as a teacher, I'm not going back to the education. This is just a funny story involving limos. Was my very first year of teaching, there was this kid that um, came to his school dance and his parents rented a limo. And it was an excessive limo. So you were teaching middle school at the time, is that correct? Yes, it was seventh grade, and this and, and this limo was just outrageous. But the funny thing is, like in real life, his parents drove. I mean, it was a Chevette held together by duct tape. And um, I'm so that, was, I'm the, not, that was their real car, a Chevette. Yeah, yeah. The the limo was just a rented one, but let's just say the image did not fit the reality. Right. And I'm still stunned. I mean, it was one of the nicest rented limos I'd ever seen. A red And I'm limo? just sitting there going, whoa. Are limos still a, like... Are they a thing? Well, I mean, I, I know they're out there and they're neat. You know, it is a status thing. But, like, in Las Vegas, you know, these huge limos... Does, does that happen anymore? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm... I was out in Vegas two weeks after you were. I saw him out there, but I mean. Yeah, and I know that's a different circumstance, but uh, does limos have the cachet it used to have? I say no. So what do you think has taken the limo's place? Ooh, like an Escalade or like a big tricked out, like, you know, I don't, I, people ride together. I, I don't know. I just think that activity in general it doesn't matter what the vehicle is there's party buses i think party buses are cool i think i would rather have party bus in a limo well yeah yeah but um i, I just don't think that like i said it does not have the cash it used to have certainly not it's like oh my gosh well first thing you know people to be real upset like oh my gosh the carbon footprint of that thing <laughs> and you know, it's just seem as excessive, and which honestly, it is. 
Or is it considered an old person thing? See, I think that's what it is. Now, there has to be a presidential limousine. Yeah. Because the email said that that's a different that's a different kind of thing. But if I am the CEO in Manhattan. No, do I, I did to get this super huge gaudy car that like draws a, t- you know, ah, I, I, I see. I, I just think, think it's I think people like that get town cars like they ride in the back seats of town cars. See, I don't want I, I don't want to ride in the back seat of any car. I don't like riding no. in the back seat. If someone's going to drive me around, I, well, <laughs> and I don't want to be driven around either. I don't like to be driven around. I'm not a good passenger. So no, Nick's Nick's on the limo. Nick's on the town car sitting in the back seat. No, I don't want to do any of that. Yeah. Oh man. All right. So Miss Wilson, uh, one of her brothers, was arrested and jailed with a bunch of his friends for skipping school. They called the parents to come get them. Her dad let his her brother sit in jail all day and picked him up after work. <laughs> if Kyle Brewer is out there. Jailed. And another, my other principal friend on the mic. Gosh, the, can you imagine that? Thrown in the tank for skipping school. Thrown him in the tank with, uh, oh gosh. Otis. Well, Thank you. I was going with the Andy Griffith. Yeah. Yeah. Otis the town drunk. Yep. All right. Next one, Brady. I know the answer for you. Had braces. Yes. Me, I did not. I I had had, uh, spacers and bracketing in my mouth. I don't, it didn't count as braces, I guess, but. Yeah. All right. Gotten a massage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are they trying to be tawdry, or no, I just? I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I. I, I guess not. None of these other things are tawdry. I don't think. Yeah. All right, uh, Brady. I know this one for you as well. Swimming in the ocean. I am a harish. Harish. Yeah, I love. It. Yeah, I love the feeling of salt water. I know that might make me. Somewhat. In the minority, but I think it's invigorating. Um, <clears throat> I don't. I swimming. I wouldn't say I've been swimming. I mean, I you've have, waded uh, into. I have waded into yes. Counts as swimming. Was was your anus wetened by the ocean? <laughs> if you had water over that, you have swum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I guess that would qualify. <laughs> All right, Brady. Dyed your hair. I mean, it got tipped <laughs> back yeah. when that was a thing. Tipped. So... <laughs> oh man. Um you know what you know what I did. Well, that that was a nice. I, I know exactly thing. what yeah. you mean, and that's why I'm saying that. Yeah. Um, with, so with, that... with great disdain. Hey, I was fashionable. Yeah. So were mullets. Of course, I guess they're back, aren't they? In a, my bronze summer tan, it looked exceptional. Not <laughs> get get out of here. Yeah, you mean. Um, but no, I, I guess that would count. Yeah. Uh, yes, Gary, that is, that's the play by ear <laughs> definition of swimming. 
That's how it, that's exactly how it's gonna go in there too. Brady's you, definition of swimming. Did your anus get wetened by the ocean? <laughs> and, and you you have swum. You know, out of respect for my family, I wouldn't do it, but I would totally want that on my gravestone as <laughs> my famous quote. <laughs> Was your anus wetened? Well, no, it'll just be like my picture and then one of those in quotation marks and dot, 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 you have swum. <laughs> you have swum. Brady has swum to the great beyond. Uh, Miss Wilson has one. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> um, her question is, have you ever corned someone? Um no. <laughs> she, she says she never heard of this until she moved to Southern Ohio. I've lived in Southern Ohio my entire existence. And I'm guessing that what you're saying doesn't mean the same thing as what I'm thinking. So now what my first year at my current place of employment in North Adams Elementary, I did hear a term that I never and I wonder if it's the same thing when somebody gets corn dog. And that's when somebody, like when you're in a line and you raise your knee up and give them an upswing to the anus, like like the knee lift, and it was called corn dog. And it's like, I've never heard that. And, and to this day, it's the only place I've ever heard that, like four or five times getting referenced to that. Corn dog. I've never heard of that. I hadn't either. Must be an Adams County thing. Or maybe more southern Ohio than where I've lived. All right, Dennis, first time in the ocean, no deeper than six feet. Come back to the hotel, flip on the TV to see the trailer for Charles. Oh, man. Do you know that my cousin, Dennis, you guys are probably close in age. He's a little bit older than me. But, I mean, my family's big ocean people. But the year that that came out, I think all of them were terrified, like, because my uncle was upset because they wouldn't swim in the ocean because of that movie. Like, well, why are we staying here then? If everybody's afraid to get in, you know? Uh, Miss Wilson, it's when you throw corn kernels at people. So, yeah, definitely not what I was No, thinking. not what I... It's kind of like Nickelodeon where you got slimed. Around here, you get corned. Corned. <laughs> Gary, if your anus has been dampened by the Crystal Sea, you have swum to the great beyond. <laughs> yes, you have. This is going to become a thing. <laughs> I'm afraid so. <clears throat> All right. Oh. Uh, Brady, I know the answer for you and actually the answer for me as well. Have you watched Star Wars? Yes, I've seen the first one, as I've made clear on this yes. program many, many, program many times. Many times. I've not seen him. I think I've seen him once. <clears throat> Brady, have you ever ridden a horse? I have. Eric, uh, have you ever been on a horse? Um, trying to think. Maybe, maybe like a pony, not like a full size. Well, that counts horse. if it's equine. It counts. <laughs> yes, I have uh, ridden an equine. Yeah. No, I can't say I enjoyed it. If my cousin Kira is out there, she is a well-accomplished horse person. Um, but like I, I, I've done a lot of 
like you know motorcycles are by the horse made me nervous and this pro- this probably comes from my traumatizing incident at the state fair that's been talked about before um i got bit by a horse at the bob evans petting zoo at the ohio state fair and that kind of um moistened my enthusiasm dampened my enthusiasm for equine interaction Uh, <clears throat> Brady, have you ever sung karaoke? Yes, I remember the first song. I haven't very much, but I remember the very first debut karaoke song. What was it? Copacabana. Copacabana. <laughs> His name was Lola. She was a showgirl. Yeah. Oh, nice. Can't can't go wrong with Manolo, huh? It turned everybody into a man loony. <laughs> All right, Brady, have you ever gotten a ticket? For a concert, a ball game? I believe this refers to a speeding ticket or oh, for, that, for a yeah. vi- violation of some sort. Yeah. My very first one, I earned it. I was coming home from Thanksgiving from college. I, I earned it, and I was just, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, went too fast. But um, in some small boroughs around here, I've gotten ticketed for being three miles an hour over. And like that, that's that kind of close shaving that did not work out in my favor has happened two or three times. Hey, they got quotas to upkeep. Yeah. Can't be speeding. All right, Brady, have you ever been on a train? And I'm, and I'm talking, I'm not talking like the train at the zoo. Okay, yeah, that's why I was to say, um, I have been on tourist-based trains, but I have not been on Amtrak or, you know, Europe trains, uh, n- no. What? When you say tourist-based trains, what are you referring to there? Like what you said, like the 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 zoo, the like at a theme park or, um, you know, the airport if that counts. Right. Um, I have been on a few different train rides outside of theme parks and such. Uh, used to go yearly on the. Uh, Polar Express train ride outside of Lebanon. Yeah. Um, Went on a, me and Becky went on a dinner train ride down in Cincinnati and went around. Now, where did, where did you, where did you end up and where did you turn around? Um, It left and arrived. I guess it went in a circle, but like a circle. Okay. That that was my question. Well, kind of down by where the gardens used to be. Yeah. That's where it was. So I didn't know it was one of those things where you like dropped up, like, you know, it was circular, like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. You started and ended in the same spot. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brady, have you ever gone zip lining? Yes. I have not. No desire. No desire? No desire. Uh, Brady, have you ever gone skinny dipping? That's as randy as this gets. 
I need the definition of have. <laughs> what, Bill Clinton? What are you talking about? The definition of have. It's a yes or no question. <laughs> I think the question is moot. There's a Saturday Night Live reference from the past. <laughs> the point is moot. The point is moot. Um, the question is moot. By the way, it's when um, the actual Jesse Jackson, not somebody played the character, he was actually on there kind of poking fun at himself. And it was a really darn funny yeah, bit. It, it was funny. It, it was very good. So? I guess technically, yes. Technically. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. I have not because no, I, I can't I can't do that. You're barely aquatic anyway. That's true. You don't like I the water. Don't I yes, I don't like the water. I mean I I like I dislike water. I'd choose not to go in it. But uh yeah, I guess I never really put myself in a situation where I uh would skinny dip or be in a position All right. to do so. Once again, one of those mental moments, sort of like the Major League thing. Yeah. Eric, how is it that the man whose nickname was the non-aquatic fist guy ends up with an aquatics director? Mm, I, I, I guess my whole life has been about opposites attract, really. <laughs> Preach it, Paula. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that, that, that's a good question. Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I, I it more it's more about like his actual nickname was the non-aquatic fist guy. So the, the that's what makes it funny. It's not it's not as funny that he doesn't like water, is that his nickname actually had non-aquatic in his nickname. That is correct. Brady, have you ever been in an ambulance? Yes. Technically. <laughs> technically. How how are you technically in an ambulance? Um, one of my students, um, had had a bet. Well, actually a student that I was in charge of at recess duty had a very freak accident getting off the swing and he was doing nothing wrong. It just, he tripped and his arm bone did the Joe Theismann thing. You. And I looked down and saw it cause he passed out. Did so you I called it? the up. Uh, what dude i was private ryan at that moment or tom hanks finding him because uh, yes i wanted to but i blocked it out and i calmly went into my professional training i called the office and i informed 911 and i rode with the kid from a brown county elementary school to children's hospital because his mother worked down in cincinnati and i attended with him until they did the trade-off. And being the champs they were, they let me ride in the ambulance back. Nice. Yeah, that which was really cool. So not you've never been in an ambulance for your own injury? No, I had not yet. Even when I had the vapors and needed help, I did not <laughs> get to ride in the ambulance. <laughs> I just did that for your amusement, sir. <laughs> he, had the, he had the vapors. <laughs> I have been in an ambulance for my own personal injury. Uh, when I, uh, I don't know if I know this. 
car accident outside of Hillsboro. Yes. And I lost time. Probably lost 15 minutes wandering around. Scary. Scary to think about. I don't know if I knew this story. I know yeah. the accident. Yeah, I had the accident. And I remember I was crossing an intersection, <clears throat> got hit. And it was like I ended up like I had turned left into mm-hmm. the intersection. So I remember my van rolling and I remember hitting my brakes to get the van to stop, put it in park, opened the door, got out. And that is the last thing I remember till I was climbing into the ambulance. Um, did you have a concussion? I don't know what you call that. <laughs> or a, or a, I mean, was it caused by a star or was it like that shock? I I don't know. I mean, I, I was never treated for a concussion. I was never told I had a concussion. I don't mm. think, but I'm assuming that that ambulance was not right behind the car that hit me. That's true. So I'm guessing I lost somewhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Wow. That's scary, man. Who knows what I was ambling around and saying to people and things, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Scary. All right. Have you ever met someone famous? I guess famous is relative. Yes. I, um, had a conversation with the guys from Trickster for real. I'm not making a joke. Um, like where the venue was, was just like a block down from my apartment, my software at Ohio state. And, um, that went to the show, but, uh, because it was so close. Yeah. I was just hung out and talked to them for a while. And on that, and I also met Don Dockin of Dockin fame. Um, I have met Morgana, the kissing bandit. Did she kiss you? She did not. She was she was at a um function that I was at mm. and was it long story, but um she was very nice. Um famous enough to kiss. No, no. And uh I, I think she did hug me though. Nice. I, I think she did. Um but um I think that's about that's all I could I mean Matthew become no that doesn't count because I didn't meet him. He just walked by me. Um, I've met the members of Sticks. I have met, yeah. Um, I I would guess that that's probably about it, considering about people it. I've had conversation you know, with. Uh, some um, you know, fleeting conversation. You know, like I guess I've kind of met the Brad's broadcasting team and, you know, a couple radio personalities, but like not, no, no major one. It's not like I met Charles Nelson Riley at a Burger King or anything and <laughs> ran into him. That, that would have been huge. Oh, that would have been huge. All right. Brady, speaking of that, have you ever been on TV? <sighs> Depending on how you define it. I've had glimpses of myself on TV, but I have not been interviewed and on TV. Same. I was at a commercial once, but it was web-based. Really? Yeah. Same here. I've, I've been on TV. I've been on national television, not as the subject of said show or whatever. I was in the audience of the price is right twice. 
but um, obviously not called down nor the subject yeah. of, of that TV show. <sighs> okay, finally, Brady, have you ever gotten anything pierced? Nay. Same here. I've got a tattoo, but I have not got no peers, uh, no no desire to. <laughs> uh, Dennis has met Marge Schott in her office with his honor society group with Shotzi slobbering all over everything. <laughs> I wanted to meet Shotzi so bad. I'm a dog guy. I always wish that I could have ran into one of the Shotzi's. They say Shotzi used to run around the field when the Reds were doing batting practice and things and would take a dump on the field all over the place. Play, players didn't like that. Good reason. <laughs> he goes in for the double play. Whoops. <laughs> all right. Back to our website. Here we are, as we always do, looking at the play-by-ear isms. And I believe we mentioned one here. Um, I guess we'll uh, go down to the... We'll, we'll bring uh, attention to a few. Now you go to the website and you kind of put it back on share mode here. I get my stuff to work. There we go. All right, so we have a list of words there, uh, some of which we mentioned in our conversation here. Uh, anus equals anus. We talked about your anus being moistened by the ocean means you have swum. <laughs> That's going to be a thing, man. It will be a thing. Uh, feast or fish, fist, harish. <laughs> uh, all referencing the animal, a fish. Um, let's see. Anything else we mentioned in our little unkept, unkempt. Now, Brady claims still, right before we went on there, we were talking about unkempt versus unkept. He says he's still never seen or heard of the word unkempt until we brought it up in regard to the sloppy Joe, the unkempt Jose. Uh, you need to look that up in the dictionary, Brady. It's there. Unkempt. Oh, yeah. I just, you know, I consider myself a person with a good vocabulary, but that one has escaped me. And I believe you also mentioned Utes earlier. Yes. Utes. Props to my cousin Benny. All right. So you can find those isms on our website. And uh, that's it. Once again, www.playbyyourpodcast.com, as you see right here above my head. All right. Last topic of the evening, and this is one me and Brady are kind of sharing, uh, takes the place of our game, game of the night, although it is kind of a game, you know. So the the topic here is the best gas station snack okay these have been put into a bracket they have been seated uh as we talked about with the cereal bracket i do not agree with some of the seating that has been uh, placed on some of these things in the bracket but we'll go with the seating that was presented here 
And uh, this is actually from a Barstool podcast. So we will uh, discuss and uh, decide which uh, of these things are the victors in these different contests between these gas station snacks. So we will start out with the number one seed. And again, you can discuss, or maybe we can't discuss because they've been seeded, whether we agree or not. But the number one overall seed in our 16 snack bracket is the Slurpee or the Icy. Okay. So the Slurpee or the Icy, the one seed, the overall one seed, taking on the number 16 seed, Snyder's Pieces, Honey Mustard, Pretzel Pieces. Slurpee. <laughs> now, I'm going to go off the grid here because... You're going to be way off I, the grid. <laughs> I did appreciate the Slurpee or the Icy when I was young. I don't appreciate it anymore. It's too sweet. I can't do it. <laughs> can't, it's can't, too I, sweet. It's too sweet. And, you know, when, when all the... country time, it's not too tart either. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, especially when you get to the, like, to the end and everything is melted off and it just ends up with the, uh, the, uh, the, the, I, I want to say gel. That's the wrong word. Just syrup. Like the syrup. The yeah. S- syrup. The sugar water. The ugh, I just ugh, make, make <laughs> pancreas pain inducing. <laughs> no, it makes my jowls just. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you mean. This is like somebody grabs it by the sinews of your neck and goes, <laughs> "Yeah." So, uh, in this one versus sixteen. <laughs> opening game or opening contest here. I, I think I have to go with the pretzel pieces. No. Gary Troutman says honey mustard pretzel pieces are amazing. So is that over your a vote, Slurpee? Gary? Over a Slurpee or an Icy? I'm I don't like to go mustard, out. but if it was a pretzel bed, I would have to be in a mood for that, but I will always take an Icy Slurpee. Okay, so I, I will I will qualify this. Okay. Slurpee or icy. Now the picture here shows like the cherry variety. Yeah. I remember from my Ute the Beachmont Kmart, the cafeteria, <laughs> the frozen Coca-Cola. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. I will give that outstanding. If it were a frozen uh, Coca-Cola, <laughs> might be a different vote. I, my man here in the hat, uh, Super 70 Sports, Ricky Cobb, one of the hardest I ever laughed where he printed the menu from the Kmart cafeteria. <laughs> and he's like, you've never experienced five quiz of star cuisine until you got the um, the goulash and an icy from a Kmart cafeteria. And I knew exactly what he, you know, you always remember how good that smelled because when your mom would drag you shopping, you'd be starving all the time. Okay, so I don't, I don't ever remember eating at the Kmart cafeteria, the Gold Circle cafeteria, the <laughs> uh, Gold Circle Target had its little iteration of cafeteria-ish 
Ikea is supposed to have good food. Right. There's that. So how did that all work out? Did people ever go to the Kmart just to eat in the cafeteria? Or <laughs> what was it? Was it a byproduct of after you got done going around to the blue light specials that you just ended up in the cafeteria? Because No, Muffy. We will not be going to the precinct. We're going to the Kmart cafeteria. <laughs> uh, just just uh, a question. Yeah. Like I said, I don't ever remember my family eating oh, or taking. Like I said, like I said, the uh, sometimes you had the, the frozen Coca-Cola. That was good. But not the food. Although now, now there was that, and there were actual cafeterias, like outside, like standalone cafeterias. Bill Knapp's oh. cafeteria, <laughs> <laughs> and there were some others too. I they can't. No, they don't come. A <laughs> 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 mm. Now they don't come to mind. What makes something a cafeteria? What what qualifies that? Is they mailed like what, a plastic wrap jello. <laughs> I mean, is it is it walking through the food line and getting <laughs> yeah, it? Is that what qualifies it? Well, and it's been it's not a buffet. You have to walk through the line and somebody slops it on your plate. <laughs> there has to be the <laughs> with the spoon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you're not serving yourself. It's no served to you, and you're just paying for whatever is. To be looked at, to be dismissed with a surly glare as they slop some congealed fat on your. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by painting a picture. Person. Yes, you have. Uh, Dennis is with you, Brady. Yeah, he is with the ice. It's kind of a tie here. So, uh, I I will say this, considering the fact it is a tie, we have to go with seating. We'll give icy the win there, <laughs> only because of seating. All right, so that brings us to the 8-9 matchup. And again, I I, I really question the seeding here. Eight seed, Fountain Soda. Nine seed, Gatorade. I'm going to go way off the grid, especially in the last five to six, t- ten years. I have grabbed a Gatorade way more than I've grabbed a Fountain Soda. A rare exception is some sweet tea. If they got it, that doesn't taste like pond water. But um, if it's a well-known, established gas station that has good sweet tea and not gutter runoff. um, (laughs) What qualifies it? So give me an example of a well-established gas station with good sweet tea. (laughs) (laughs) Well... There it happens to be, and I don't want to. There, there is a Quickie Mart like establishment in one of its locations. Whoever makes it knows how to make it right, and it tastes good. It doesn't taste like morning mouth or pond water. <laughs> and you, and you tea drinkers out there, you know exactly what I mean right now. You do. My vote is there is nothing better in the world of pop than a fountain pop. Any iteration of pop is better from a <laughs> fountain than it is from a bottle. Always. Now, I will say 
it seems to me, and maybe this is just my shame to me. Maybe this is just my memory playing tricks on me or just thinking back to a simpler time. But it seems like the pop that was in the glass bottles was much more preferential than the pop that's in the plastic bottles. If, if it were a cold pop in a glass bottle, I would have a very difficult time choosing the fountain pop over the glass bottle pop. If you had a cold, uh, cold, <laughs> Coke, cold Coca-Cola in At a glass 36. bottle. 36.2 degrees. Exactly. And no more, no less. I think I might take the glass bottle. Okay, now I'm going to start, if we have international listeners or listeners outside the immediate Broome County tri-state area, like this area. And I'm going to cause a fight because <sighs> Ripley Pepsi was terrible. And if I drink a Ripley Pepsi, and you always knew the ones bottled Ripley because they had the little red dots at the top, it tasted different. But this is also coming from a Major League Coke guy. There was never question in my mind. Like, I was very much on Team Coke. Pepsi would do, but I much preferred Coke. All right. Sorry. So, back. You chose Gatorade in this match. Again, we <laughs> kind of got off on a tangent. But, but Fountain Pop's going to be the winner. Fountain Soda, definitely the winner. Okay. Uh, Gary does say soda, as, I, as do I. So, you're saying... Move soda along and move the pop along here. My uh, uh, soda shop special edition black cherry Pepsi is an exception. This is the nectar of the gods. Sounds good. <clears throat> All right. Next matchup the 512. Five seed peanut MMs. 12 seed. Arizona Arnold Palmer. M and M's. I'm with you. I'm not much of an Arnold Palmer guy, as far as the uh, the lemonade and the tea together. Thing. Oh, no! Well, I what's mean, your problem with him, man? I, I was gonna say I got no problem with the got no problem with the golfer guy. <laughs> or, but, you know, or Chai Chai Rodriguez. Chai Chai Rodriguez. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I got no problem with the man, but his beverage. Don't really have much use for there. So I would say M&M's by a, by a, wide, by a wide margin. So uh, audience members, what say you? I'm guessing M&M's would win this unless we have, yes, so Gary, peanut M&M's. Oh, Dennis is still out there voting or not, but I, that's enough for the peanut M&M's to win. So moving forward, four seed. Roller Dogs and Taquitos, 13 seed, Chex Mix. <laughs> Here's a filet mignon on this side. Here's a pile of yellow cat poop on the other. <laughs> which is which here, Brady? <laughs> <laughs> Give me that Roller Dog. <laughs> Not that I have a problem with Chex Mix, but... Please. <laughs> Breeze. Breeze. <laughs> so 
So Dennis, did you vote on that last one there? Uh, Dennis fasting. (laughs) We, we, we might've brought you into the fold again, but this was very, very, very last up to the minute. Yes. It was a game time Uh, decision. Cheese checks mix. She says now the checks mix I show in my picture here is just regular old checks mix. Unflavored. Un, uh, the a, a stale check and a pretzel ride <laughs> and a Pe- nut of unknown origin. Peanuts. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the roller dogs, once again, by a wide margin. Oh. Uh, says everyone <laughs> other, other than Dennis who abstains <laughs> from either. All right, three seed. Trail mix. Now, the trail mix I show in the picture here has the M&Ms in it. You can have various and sundry versions of trail mix. Raisins trail mix, and coconuts. Yes, this this version has the M&Ms. Okay. Uh, Dennis votes checks if he must, rather than the roller dogs. I think the roller dogs still win. 14 seed, the Reese's Take 5 bar. And what was the other choice? Trail mix. Oh, pa. <laughs> pa. Come on. Je m'appelle pa. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, Reese's anything besides the monkey <laughs> is, <laughs> is going in my belly. In my belly. Uh, agreed. I think the Reese's take five, in my opinion, has to be under seated here. Oh, ridiculously. Or is trail mix over I think, I think both could be in play here. <laughs> I think that yes. <laughs> uh, Dennis votes the Reese's take five as do I, as does Brady. Brady, you have a vote between the trail mix and the Reese's take five. How about you, Gary? Been voting there. <clears throat> Moving on to uh, the 6-11, six seed, sunflower seeds. I guess plain old sunflower seeds, although, you know, now you can find them with ranch flavoring, pickle flavoring, you know, being around baseball players, I see all kinds of different sorts of sunflower seeds, but uh, this is just the David's original. 11 seed. Energy drinks. I guess you choose choose whichever energy drink you like. They're all under that same umbrella at the 11 seed. So sunflower seed, six seed. <laughs> energy drinks, 11 seed. Now I'm going to be very specific. Yes. Sunflower seeds are okay, but I do not love them. And especially you put nasty stuff like mustard and ranch on him um i do not drink coffee nor do i occasionally there is a time needed i'm an, and i'm a morning person but i'm more thinking of if i'm driving a long trip yeah. and uh i will dabble 
in a five-hour energy shot, but I will not touch the red bovine or the. <laughs> I, I will not. I do the Rockstar and all those big. That yeah, they don't taste good and they're dangerous. But the five-hour energy. Hey, I'm making the rules here. So, but uh, so no rouge bovine for you. <laughs> bovine rouge. Bovine rouge. It gives me wings. <laughs> But um, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So no, it's going to be energy drink for me. But that's probably going to be a very unpopular stance. Um. <clears throat> when choosing between the two of these, mm-hmm. I would pick sunflower seeds. Although I feel sunflower seeds are a lot of work. <laughs> yes. For for very little return. They're in the same category as boned in wings. Yeah. I feel uh, like a parakeet. Like <laughs> and I yeah, they frustrate me. I I honestly don't know how people haul them out just with like moving them around their mouths and 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 spit out the holes. I, I don't know how that works. Hole no. Um, hole no. Uh, that being said, I have never, ever, never, ever had an energy drink. Really? Not one time. Not one time. Not one time. Uh, caffeine usually doesn't do anything for me. Like I could. Yeah. I could swig three Mountain Dews before I go to sleep, and I'm fine. I, it doesn't yeah. do anything for me. So I never really saw the need to drink an energy drink. Um, I guess Joel Cola probably would be oh, the last yeah. sort of drink like that I ever had. But, of course, that was in the late 80s. But like I yeah. said, I never really needed. I Why why pay more for those things when, I mean, they're not going to do anything for me anyway. So I guess sunflower seeds would be my vote. Makes sense. Uh, Gary says sunflower seeds, unless coffee is considered an energy drink. Uh, Dennis also sunflower seeds, unless at uh, Veterans Memorial Stadium in Chillicothe. Big no-go there due to the turf. Uh, Gary also asked, how are bone-in wings not seeded one? Well, I just brought in bone-in wings because I put them in the They're too much labor to eat. Yes. Much labor, little return. Uh, just like the sunflower seed. So I just kind of grouped them together. You will not find, well, I guess you find bone-in wings at a gas station. They probably are the same ilk as a gas station sushi. So I, again, I'm guessing you're not buying them. <laughs> it's like Robin and Starling and Pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. All right, moving on. <laughs> Seven seed. And again, just a just an blanket umbrella term here. Pre-made sandwich. Ten seed, which I'm gonna say I feel is underseeded here. Combos. I'm gonna go with combos because I have been burnt on gas station sandwiches. <laughs> 
I will also go combos, although I do like my gas station sandwiches. There are some gas stations that make a fine sandwich. Yes. Now, the length of time where it's sat in the cooler does come come into play. When 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 the um, scanner code on it was written by Rutherford B. Hayes, (laughs) it's been there too long. Correct. And I'm sure that some of those are so old that it's probably filet of dodo. But um, I will vote combos because in this particular matchup, I know what I'm getting with the combo. Every time I open the bag of combos, I know what I'm getting. Gas station sandwiches, not so much. <laughs> and sometimes you can't even tell by looking at them because they may look good through the cellophane and you open is them up. Is it meat or is it cake? It's meat cake. <laughs> meat cake. Now, on the line of combos, I will also say this may not be a popular stance. I will go with the non-pretzeled combos. The cracker and cheese combos are my favorite. Like the cracker and cheese. <laughs> Pretzels are a little too salty. Okay. Like the like the cracker and cheese. Uh, Gary also votes combos. So uh, combos for the upset, the 10 over the 7. All right, our, our final first-round matchup. <clears throat> now, I, I question why these two things are matched up against each other because I'm thinking the purchase is made in with different mindsets. Two-seed, which I will say I'm I'm not... A big fan of this, although I know a lot of people are. Beef jerky. Hmm. 15 seed. Sour gummy worms. Oh. <laughs> Yerky. Yerky. Whether it's Jack's links or which is what, um, which is what Slender I have in my James. Slender James. <laughs> uh, uh, Jack's Links is what I have in my picture here. Sasquatch. Yes. Um, so no sour gummy worms for you. Okay, let me let me throw a little wrinkle into this, Brady, then. Okay. What if the gummy worms were not sour? I don't mind a non-sour gummy worms, but I would still prefer... Good old big old slab of teriyaki beef jerky. Mm. Uh, again, I'm not a jerky fan. Really? Um, no, I'm not. Uh, I just always get the impression it's it's <laughs> like it's like eating a hot dog casing. <laughs> I can I'm eat a hot. Re- I can eat a hot dog casing if there's a hot dog inside, but I don't want to eat a whole bag of hot dog casing. <laughs> which I got a hot dog handle, you know? <laughs> exactly. So I feel hot jerky is to me. Um, so I guess, again, with that matchup, I'd go with the sour gummy worms. See, I thought you were going to go in the direction where the, the, the smeat thing that you weren't sure what exactly is there. Like, Well, there's that too. But It's a greasy hard spam stick. And... Um, <laughs> Greasy, hard, hard spam, spam sticks. Uh, I'm sorry, that 
Don't even ask. We apologize. Yeah. That was purely for us. Yeah. Um, but again, I will say for this matchup, you buy these things with different mindsets. If I'm buying jerky, I'm looking for something that is somewhat meal-like. I'm looking to satisfy hunger. I buy sour gummy worms. I'm looking to take care of my Snack. sweet tooth, my craving. So again, you you got two different things going on here i don't think it's yeah. a very fair matchup <laughs> yeah i'm going with the jerky that, that's an easy one for me and i see dennis agrees yes dennis agrees uh did i say yeah i said gary voted for the combos in our last yeah. matchup gary do you have a vote on uh right now it stands two for jerky one for worms um don't know where you want to go with that but uh we will uh We'll, we'll take a break on that. We'll come back and we'll do like we did with cereal. I had Gary votes jerky, so jerky wins. You know, I went off the grid. Um, we Todd enjoys these sorts of things. We'll we'll bring this back when Todd is with us. And we'll, we winnowed it down. Yes, we win it. We we took care of the first round, so we'll uh, we'll take care of uh, the uh, quarter semis and finals when Todd returns. We spared Todd the sunflower seeds. Yes, indeed. All right. So uh, you've been subjected to Brady and me alone for here in uh, episode 77 of the Play By Your podcast. We uh, welcome some of our uh, peeps here who haven't been with us for a while. Dennis, welcome. Welcome back. I know you were with us uh, a while back. I know you get busy during soccer season, so it's kind of hard for you to catch us probably, but uh Appreciate you being here tonight. Gary's back with us. Uh, I think it's been a while since Gary's been with us. But uh, uh, keep in mind, uh, we I think we're going back to Tuesday next week because you all you all had uh, conferences last Tuesday and this Tuesday, correct? Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll uh, we'll shoot for Tuesday next week for our episode seventy eight. Uh, I I believe that will be the case. Um, if something changes, obviously we'll put it out there on social media, but we do invite you to uh, follow us on social media. Uh, we'll talk about our uh, audio version, which comes out at 3 a.m. on Friday morning, uh, as it does every Friday morning. So uh, catch that on uh, various platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, most anywhere you can find an audio podcast. You can find us on video. Uh, we will be archived on archived on our YouTube channel, also here on Facebook or Meta or whatever it's called today or tomorrow or whatever, and Twitch. You can also Twitch, find us Twitch. there. Twitch, Twitch, yeah. And uh, our social media uh, tags, uh, links are on our website as well. So uh, catch us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those different locations. Uh, if you'd like to email us, interact, uh, chime in on uh, something, you can uh, email us at admin at playbyyourpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voice message. We haven't gotten a voice message for a while. If you go to your audio podcast provider, there's a link there where you can leave us a voice message. We can put your voice message onto the show. So I believe that's all the ways you can interact with us. Uh, Brady, anything else for the good of the order? Speedy recoveries to our compadre, Todd. Indeed. And shall I take us out, Eric? 
Well, hold on. I, I, I've also thought about something. We, we each have our little, uh, things we do outside the podcast. I figured maybe we should use a little bit of our time to give a, a little bit of a plug to our outside things that we have going on. Uh, I know Todd uh, has the band Vinyl Countdown. I'm not sure where they play this weekend. Do you know? Off, not off the of top of my head. But uh, if you search out Vinyl Countdown Cincinnati on Facebook, you can uh, find out where their next event is. I'm sure they're playing somewhere this weekend. Uh, as for me, I host trivia on two different nights, uh, on Wednesday nights at the uh, Clare Mountain uh, Food Park, which is in Afton, which is behind the Claremont County Y at 7 o'clock. Also, for uh, people who are more local to Sardinia, Sons of Toil Brewing on uh, Thursday nights at 6.30. So if you're looking for something to do, you can win some uh, gift cards, gift certificates, and have a little fun playing trivia. Come on out and join me Wednesday, Thursday night. Wednesday at uh, Claremont Mountain Food Park and uh, Thursday at uh, Sons of Toil Brewing. Brady, anything you'd like to plug? Um, off the top of my head, I cannot think of anything at the moment. Gotcha. So I know, uh, if you ever have anything going on, I know you used to do some, uh, live shows with your guitar and things, but, uh, if you ever get back into that, certainly we would retired. plug that as well. Retired. Running, run around chasing little children as, uh, as we all have done at various points in our lives going around to the kids things, which is what uh, dads do. Right. All right. I've, uh, I've uh, gone on enough, Brady, you can take us out. All right. Until next week in honor of Todd Griffin. Peace. Thanks for listening to the play it by ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at play it by ear pod two and our website at anchor.fm backslash play it by ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.